Good Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy Cody and the other guy here once again. Round yeah. table, big room, AC's still out, so we got a fan. <laughs> if you hear it, enjoy it. Enjoy I don't the think breathe. you can hear it. I'm trying something different. Look at this whole mood I got going on back here. I'm sitting You're back. You're going to lean I'm back? Gonna, lean back. I hope I'm still in frame. How much? How much? Uh, I made sure the back of the chair is there. So all right, so good. I'm vibing. I always try to put comfortable there just a little bit there. Yeah. Yesterday was July 4th. I think I'm still in day off mode. I keep forgetting what day it is, honestly, because of the whole, like, I, it felt like Sunday yesterday, mm. even though, like, we didn't have to wake up in the morning and go to church. I don't know. It was kind of kind of threw me off. The fireworks were awesome, though, where I was. I don't know if it was for you. It was really weird because they set them off on Saturday night. Like, the city did their Saturday yeah. night, and I was like, this is not July 4th. It is. I'm really... Why did they do that? I, I, I saw that know. everywhere. They're like, yeah, we're going to do the, the, the second, and they're like, oh, we'll celebrate the fourth, too, but we'll do the second. Maybe I guess because So they did they like, do fireworks yesterday as well? Yeah, at Trash Pandas they did at least. Trash okay. Pandas did it like on the Saturday the second and on the fourth. I guess they did it gotcha. double. I wonder if that's what they were doing. Maybe the city was like, we don't want to be competing with Trash Pandas. Maybe even though Trash Pandas said they're gonna do both days. Oh, Trash Pandas did do <laughs> yeah, the yeah, fourth and yeah, they did the second and the fourth. And my thought is maybe because there could be people that were like working and they didn't want to like mess with like your schedule of staying up late with fireworks. yeah speaking of schedule and staying up late i need to talk to my neighborhood right now <laughs> um when it's 11 30 at night and you're still lighting fireworks i almost came and had a chat with a few of you i believe in freedom i believe in the united states of america i'm grateful for it you know what i mean but uh people need bed bro and when my kids are still up because you're lighting fireworks i don't care if i'm up you know i'll, yeah. I'll stay up late and wake up early but if my kids are up at 11 30 because you're shooting fireworks we're gonna have words yeah i was a little uh irritated yeah. on the second <laughs> we're because just calling it what it is yeah i mean because i was like it's not even the fourth yet like calm down like <laughs> chill out just, bro you're wasting your money yeah. right now you know wait until the like it, where i live is triana which is basically madison but it's legal to shoot fireworks on the fourth of july not on the second oh is it illegal to shoot on the second it's illegal outside of the fourth of july or no New it's Year's. not really well i mean i i mean i'm sure it's not like in a serious crime or anything but it is like an ordinance of like you're only allowed to shoot fireworks wow. on these days Didn't on these hours mm. uh, new year's eve at 12 a.m to 12 30 wow oh i guess i guess technically new year's day yeah and then you can also do it from 7 a.m all day <laughs> <laughs> which i don't know like why they made the that whole rule. day's open only the first 30 minutes of the day and then after that after seven go crazy go shoot them like nuts and then like uh on the fourth it specifically says 7 30 p.m to 10 30 p.m Although there were people shooting them mm. before and after. But yeah. it was nice during the moment. I enjoyed it. Roman had a good time. Evie yeah. had a good time. Yeah. Uh, my dogs did freaked not. Out. Yeah. <laughs> my dogs, dogs always freak it. out. Yeah. My dogs uh, always hated it too. My Our newest dog, he's a bit of a rescue. He's, he's had all sorts of issues. But we had him a year officially now. He's That's pretty awesome. much recovered. He's But he's like kind of deaf, I think. So he's mm. just like fireworks Living going doesn't even phase him. He's just like chilling, like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> Vlad's like scared, freaking Aww. out. He's like this big 75-pound dog trying to sit in our lap. We're like, dude, it's going to be okay. You need to make some noise-canceling headphones for dogs. Dude, that'd be pretty crazy. That'd be wild. That's a, a good, good invention, invention right, right there. there. Yeah, yeah like or it. just like surely there's something we can put in our house that would like create this sound that that's all they can hear. Because, okay, let me give you an example. Like uh, I have this rabbit who's you really starting to get under my skin. He's not my rabbit. He's a wild rabbit. And at first we were like, oh, this is so cool. We got a rabbit in our backyard. And then uh, we named him. His name is Bartholomew. It always and starts I, I, like that. I call him Bart. And I think Bart, you dirty dog, I think <laughs> Bart hooked up with a next door neighbor oh, rabbit. No. And now there's baby rabbits. But they started digging up my yard like crazy. Like uh, 
at first it was just like one little rabbit hole, and I was like, I'll let you have your den. That's that's your place. You know, put up some <laughs> put a little pictures, sign on put a TV in there. I mean, you guys are vibing. Live your life. Oh and then gosh. I come out the next day, and he's starting to like dig another one. And then I come out the next day, and there's this whole line through my yard. And then I come out the next day, and it's just like, Bart, what are you doing, man? So anyways, I got on the internet, and apparently there's something you can buy that creates a noise that keeps deer and rabbits out of your yard it's created to like keep them out of gardens so they don't huh. eat your garden and stuff like that and i think it creates like this high frequency it's that, like, like annoying to them yes that only they can hear so all of that i wonder if we can create one that's comfortable for dogs but when they hear that it tunes out everything else so on nights like the fourth of july you can just turn that baby up and the dog is like your other dog that can't hear anything like and they're just living their best life because all they hear is that high frequency right. volume. I wonder if there's something that could be done with that. I mean, it would seem like it'd be possible because they do have the one that creates a frequency to make a dog not bark. I don't mm. know how good it is. Mm-hmm. I've never used it, never experienced it. So I don't know how, why, why it makes them not bark. I guess it's a similar thing. Maybe it's a calming thing. Million dollar idea. Yeah. Right there. Who knows? And then also... If it it gets invented, we need credit right here on this day. That's right. Give a shout out to the (laughs) podcast. Give a shout out to uh, Good Talk over here. Uh, With that being said, if I don't get this device, we have rabbit stew coming up very soon. Rabbit stew? (laughs) Rabbit stew. Because I'm about to shoot a bunch of rabbits in my backyard. So I've had enough. So you let the rabbit in? I mean, you, I mean, you allowed I really it, let him in. You allowed how do, him how to do stay. you? How do you let him in or not let him in? You know what I mean? I just, I know, he just man. showed up one day, uh, and he's so cute. And I feel like, <laughs> I mean, if we can just go all biblical, it's uh, isn't that the way? Like it always works. Like with sin, it's like it starts and it's so nice and it feels good. And I felt good when I saw the rabbit. He's got these ears and these big old eyes, and I'm just like, oh, you eat that grass, buddy. I mean, they are cute. Yeah, and then they start tearing up your life, and you're just like, okay. I got to get my shotgun out and show this kid oh, who's gosh. boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they have babies too. So now you're going to have more. <laughs> Lots of babies. My dad, and I may, I don't care if I shared this on the podcast. I don't think so, but I know I've told somebody already, but like my dad noticed it. Like he had a hole being like dug in his uh-huh. yard next to their pool. Uh, they have like this big bro of like monkey grass over there. And so he was like, there was a hole being dug there and it was like messing it up. And he kept like seeing like, stuff being put in the hole and he's like what the heck is that like hair and whatnot yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so they're like building a nest obviously yep and so he he filled it up with gravel and just like put a whole bunch of gravel okay in. and then the next day the gravel was removed mm. and there was more hair put in and so then he he put a little camera out there he filled it with gravel and then put like a bucket on it and he saw the rabbit come up at like midnight and being like what the crap <laughs> who put a bucket on my hole <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you got to go do, man. You got to yeah. go put a bucket on their den. Well, I told Rachel, I was like, I'm about to put the GoPro out there. I'm going to attach it to the fence and just turn it on and let it run all night. Cause I want to see when this critter comes because it's the same thing. Like I'll go out there every morning and there's like a circle of new dirt around the hole and there's a bunch of fur around it. So I don't know if he's just like shedding all the time or if he like uses that. So we've looked up different remedies online. One thing said like human hair, put human hair out there. Cause I guess it's the smell, uh, the okay. fragrance yeah. that people are here. So it, it's a danger zone. That makes sense. So my, my wife, she, hair just all the time every she'll acknowledge it i mean just she did your wife not the same especially post children it's just uh, yeah. like hair just i just think i just imagine her like every day like all right let me get some clumps of hair out of my i mean well it, you know it's just one of those things she'll comb her hair gotcha she's she'll always been that way because she has real thick post hair. shower there's like hair to be taken out exactly yeah. so we took it out there and i threw it in the and it didn't work he just like 
BART just went right through it no matter what. I, like, I don't care if there's humans here or not. This is like, my house. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, anyway, so, you know, I, I don't know, man. There's always, but with like, even with, because are rabbits technically a rodent? I, I guess so. I don't know. What constitutes a rodent? Is a rodent a pest or is a rodent just a small mammal? I'm identifying him as a rodent <laughs> because it's my way to dehumanize it. So that way when I kill him, I don't feel bad oh about gosh. it. He is a rodent. But my point is, is like, if you don't, you know, the Bible talks about like our heart is a garden yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, we have this garden on the side of our house. And I think that's what attracted Bartholomew over there to begin with, because we've had him for a couple of years in our backyard. He comes and goes, he eats the grass. He okay, leaves. So it's like a normal visitor, he's never, but he's never built a den oh. in our yard before. So something's different. And the only thing I can think of that's different is we have a garden over there now. Yeah. A and vegetable so, garden, right? Not yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not flowers and stuff. It's like we have tomatoes and, I mean, just all sorts of stuff over there. And so I don't know if that for him was like, oh, man, this went from An like. invitation now. Yeah. <laughs> and it went from like some grass back here to turning into like Golden Corral Buffet. You know what I mean? Now he's got like ribs and he's got he's all. Like, I'm posting up over <laughs> here, man. I got some good stuff. <laughs> but he doesn't mess with any of our plants. Interesting. Yeah, he doesn't eat any of the stuff in the garden. He just digs his holes and lives his He's best life waiting though because there's probably no like vegetation yet right i mean you might have a little bit of growth happening like i'm sure you got some tomatoes that are starting we do we do we've picked we've clipped uh clipped a few of them off of our Damn, tomato right. plant yeah dude Man, mine are still green yeah we got five of them we got like now not all five of them are red we've got three of them that have turned red one of them's inside our house and it's full ripe and ready to eat and we've got two others that we're gonna have to clip this week but you know i think it's kind of something to be said about it though like if you don't deal with it it just gets worse mm-hmm and that's what I'm finding out with Bart. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to deal with it because he's so cute. Yeah. And I want him to feel welcome back there, man. Come, yeah. You know what else has changed? We put bird feeders out there. And I wonder if he just comes. Because we have this one bird. He eats like me. Food goes everywhere. He'll be, like, on the bird feeder. And you can literally see bird seed flying all over the place. And you go out there after he's done. And it's just all over the ground. And then here comes Bart. You know what I mean? Picking and he up starts, the Yeah, starts picking up this. <laughs> and so <clears throat> I didn't want to deal with it at first. Because I was just like, you know what, I'm going to let him live his best life. You know, do your thing. And now it's just creating havoc, and it's terrible, and now I have to do something. It's like me with my phone last week. I I just, I knew I had an issue, and I just didn't want to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And I did it, guys. I went back, and I finally, I got me a phone, man. I got me a brand new phone over here. Look at you. They only gave me $43 for this thing. (laughs) It was real bad. It was real bad. But what's crazy is that my wife, she walked in with the same phone. Of course, hers wasn't in in nearly the same condition. Mine is, and they just straight up gave her another, like literally nothing. So That's favor. That is, I told her, I was like. You have no favor. I know. I was like, we got to take note. Here, like we gotta just start going back every three ish years or so and just see if AT&T will give us a phone mm. as long as we keep ours in good condition. But I think kind of you know back to bring that in there is like we gotta start to recognize when we got stuff going wrong with ourselves, whether it be a phone or our garden or our own hearts. Yeah. Like, hey, if we've got some issues, let's start addressing those in the beginning before yeah. it gets really bad. Like with my phone, you know, I had like a small crack on my yeah. screen and I kind of just dealt with it. But, you know, in my, my mind, I was like, it's not that bad of a screen. It's, I, I doesn't in, like impede my view of my phone or how I use my mm. phone. But eventually that, that, that crack started to go all the way through my phone yeah. and it just kind of happened overnight. And I did, it was just like, oh great, now my phone's messed up. Yeah. But if I would have in a better way of like, you know, using my phone and my resources, I probably could have just gone and got my screen fixed a long time ago and maybe prevented this huge crack from actually happening 
Yeah, and I think that's where we we need to get to, right? If we just deal with it at the beginning, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to deal with. It's just I don't know why we don't want to deal with stuff. But I'd rather – I think I'm coming around to the philosophy and the idea. I'm just going to deal with it on the front end because uh, then it doesn't have the opportunity to go in there and wreak havoc to begin with. Yeah. And then also it is just easier to deal with it on the front side. And I think part of it, dealing with it on the front side, means we have to recognize that there's actually a problem. Yeah. You know, and that was the way with the bunny. I didn't recognize it as a problem. I just thought, thought it was kind of cute at first. I thought it was kind of <laughs> cute. You with the little crack, you know, it's, like, eh, it's, it's, it's not a big deal. I think we need to start recognizing, even the Bible says it's the small foxes mm-hmm. that spoil the vine. So I think we have to start recognizing we can't let go of the little things. I think Phil, we, we always think like when something big comes along, I'll deal with it. You know what I mean? And even when people talk about sin, you know, they always mention stuff like adultery or, you know, they go for the big ones. Thou shall not kill. Thou shall not steal. And I agree. We should not do those things. But it's the little things that will eventually lead yes. to those bigger things. I mean, yes, like even when it comes to like adultery, like <clears throat> if you're not careful, if you're not guarding your eyes, if you're <clears throat> not guarding what you hear, you might let little things into your life that could maybe cause a desire for mm. adulterous behavior. Mm-hmm. And, and, and adultery, usually you, you think of like a man cheating on his woman, but at the same time, adulterous is also like just lusting after a, 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 another person or, you know, like looking at them in a provocative way. Or, Hungry is that the right way? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if, if maybe you catch yourself looking at someone yeah. in such a way, you have to recognize like, oh, I shouldn't think like that. Oh, yep. I shouldn't look at that person. Even if they are dressed in a way to where you can see things, you got to recognize like, yo, I don't need to be Cut looking it off. at that. Like even with David Bathsheba, you mm. know, I thought it was so interesting for whatever reason. I always thought that like, you know, David like was looking at her and like he, he like, like she just was like out there and she was like putting herself she on. Just, well, no, but like in the Bible, it was said that she was actually out there at the bathing hour. And it was normal to take baths on the rooftops. Like she was out there at a normal time. And so like my mind, I always thought like, and I always read it in the sense of like, she's out there like, hey, look at me. I'm out here bathing. Come look at my bosom, everyone. (laughs) David, I see you. But no, David knew Mm. that Bathsheba was on. bath time. He knew it was bath time. And he knew where she bathed. He knew what rooftop she was on. So he took the initiative to look. And so it's like, we have to understand, like, all right, I know it's bath time. Don't go outside right now. You know what I mean? Like, we have to understand, like, we shouldn't be thinking those things. We shouldn't yeah. be planning those things and because that's how it gets us in trouble. Yeah, it's so true. And even Jesus, one thing that we don't talk about a lot is, you know, he didn't come to abolish the law. The Bible says Jesus said, I came to fulfill mm-hmm. the law. And it's interesting talking about the moral law, which is like the Ten Commandments. You know, it says don't, one of the commandments is don't commit adultery. But just to think about the way Jesus sees that, that's where that scripture comes from that you're talking about. He says, anyone who lost after another man's wife has committed adultery. Mm-hmm. So Jesus took the law and then elevated it. The law says don't commit adultery. And Jesus was like, well, Let's not only commit higher. adultery, don't even think about committing yeah, yeah. adultery. And that just shows us what Jesus is trying to do in our lives. He's trying to stretch us to grow us so we can become better. Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> The only way to become better, well, not the only way, but one way to become better is, is dealing with these issues, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether they're small or whether they're big. Say, you know what, I've got to, and, and maybe David, I, I mean, we can't go back and think what he was thinking, but, you know, maybe he had that, well, he, I, I guess he kind of did have that issue, but he kind of set that whole thing up mm-hmm. because it was the time of war and kings are supposed to be out at war, but he stayed behind. So why did he stay behind? You know, there was some corrupt alternative motive uh, 
that yeah. appears to be, or it could just been you know he was he was lazy, he was yeah. tired. You know, I'm not, yeah. I don't want to say Idle he was hands. lazy. You know what I mean? Like he he could have been just <clears throat> he just wanted a break or whatever. He didn't want to fulfill his duty in that moment, which you know I understand. I get it. We all need to take a break sometimes. But maybe he shouldn't have chosen that time, mm. and the devil used that time to tempt him with the bath time. You know yeah. what I mean? And and we like you said, we've got to be very aware mm. of uh, you know how we're using our time or, or what, what is motivating us in that moment and, and pushing aside that motivation or replacing it with the motivation of the spirit and understanding that Jesus is like, stop it there. Yeah. Stop it there. So yeah. that way it doesn't lead to something else. Well, we even have this saying that the right thing at the wrong time is wrong. Right. Exactly. So David wanting a break isn't necessarily wrong. Right. It's yeah, just yeah. David's timing for the break. And so God's timing is everything. And we have to know what his timing is. It's like, you know, that's why we tell students all the time. We've been in youth ministry for a long time. I tell students all the time. I, I encourage them, don't even date in high school. Because even though dating is right, because God has designed that for us to have that fellowship, have that companionship, I believe dating is to figure out if we're supposed to be married. You know what I mean? It's not just dating to date. Right. It's not just dating to have a relationship. <clears throat> and so I believe it's right but I believe it's in God's time. Mm -hmm. In high school, I feel like you should be focused on school, focused on friends, focused on living your life as a teenager, focused on having fun. Relationships are so burdensome and so yeah. cumbersome. And so, uh, you know, that sounds really bad as being a married man. <laughs> They're not burdensome, but relationships they require work. Yeah. They require yeah. work. And anybody that says they don't has just got their head in the clouds. Relationships require work. And I feel like it's something that as a teenager, you shouldn't have to work on right yeah. now. But with all that being said, now, if anyone's in a relationship, I'm not telling you to get out of it. I'm just saying the right thing at the wrong time is wrong and mm -hmm. i firmly believe that we've got a the bible says that the steps or the right the steps of the righteous have been ordered, ordered by yeah. god so that means i'm supposed to take those steps when he tells me to take those steps not according to my time yeah. frame not according to the world's time frame but according to god's time frame and that comes down to having this wonderful intimate relationship with him so i know when it is the right time to do the right thing mm -hmm. because that's when it's always going to prosper and, and be its best. You know, going back to our garden, we have all these different seeds and on the back of the package, it tells you the right season to plant it mm -hmm. for it to grow and produce. And so it's not that the seed is bad and it's not even necessarily that the season it's supposed to be not supposed to be planted in is bad. It's just, it's not the right time for that yeah. seed to go in the ground. Mm. And if we want something to produce, we've got to plant it at the right time. And God is the one who always tells us what is the right time to do everything. You know, that's why you and I always say, run everything past him. I like that. <laughs> if David would have ran it past the Lord, you know, am I supposed to be, or can I take a break right now, or am I supposed to be at war? If he would ask the Lord, yeah. then maybe, you know, him and Bathsheba would have... Uh, Gotten him in all their mess. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say worked out, but there's no way to work it out because she was married to one of his commanders. So, I mean, there's, yeah. there's no way that situation should even manifest. Yeah, but anyways. That was a weird situation altogether. <laughs> and that's what sin does. It, it starts uh, a chain of compromise. Yeah. That just gets worse and worse and worse. And if you study it out, David's life after that, you know, I mean, like, you know, he, he, he told his military to pull back and left that commander out there stranded. So he died. And then, you know, it led he, to a lot of a uh, lot unnecessary of hurt and despair and cover up. But eventually God, helped. even with David's own yep. family, yeah, with he, his daughter and his son, just some bad stuff. happened. Not a good time. Not a good time. So don't open that door. Yeah. See, because when you open the door, it's like Bartholomew, the rabbit in my backyard. I, <laughs> I opened like up the Bartholomew. door, and now he thinks he's there to stay. I mean, 
You you gave him an invitation. I well no 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 no. I want to be clear. I did not invite the rabbit to my backyard. No, but no, but no, this is important. We don't invite the devil. That's true. Lots yeah, yeah, of yeah, times yeah, we yeah. don't invite him right. into our yeah. world. He just shows up because we live in a fallen world and he's a creep. You know what I mean? And his whole goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sometimes gotcha. through sin, we yeah. do give an invitation. Sure. But then there's other times we don't give an invitation. Yeah. But what I think is important is it doesn't matter if we've given the invitation or not given the invitation. Both times we're supposed to take a stand. Mm-hmm. And that stand looks differently. If we gave an invitation by sin and we need to repent. Yeah. And we need to turn away from it. And we need to close that door. If we didn't give an invitation, we need to use our authority and rebuke and get him out of there. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's even a similar sense of like, you know, <clears throat> my house is my house. And yeah. I have say who's allowed to be in my house and who's not allowed to be in my house. You should have say. I do have say. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I have say. And so, <clears throat> and, and that can even change, like in the sense of like maybe someone's invited to my home and I, you know, we have an amicable relationship and they're, you know, good times or whatever, but if things turn for the worse and I decide you're no longer welcome to my home, you're no longer welcome in my right, home. You know right. what I mean? And so I think if, if, if we as believers can analyze our lives, understand, you know, we have authority. Hmm over what is allowed in our garden, mm. allowed in our house, mm-hmm. and what is not. We do. And so it is good for us to take an account mm. of like, okay, are the right pieces, are the right people, are the right things currently in my yeah. life supposed to be in my life? Mm. And that's not necessarily like a like a, a long-term situation, not just in this present moment. Like, right. hey, are, are the thoughts that I have right now, mm. are, are the desires that I have right now, mm-hmm. are the feelings that I have right now, do they have a right to be here? Right. Are they valid? Are yeah. they godly? Are they legitimate? Are, are they lining up with who I'm supposed to be as a righteous Christian mm-hmm. human being yeah, yeah. That, that God has created me to be? And if not, get them out of there. Right. right. Clip them. Right. Prune that, that tree. Prune that yeah. branch. Get them out of there. And if, and if they're allowed to be there, let them stay. Let them flourish. Mm-hmm. Let them grow and, and walk in peace and confidence knowing that you have given them the right to be there. Yeah, you said something really good. I mean, we have authority. And we've just got to use that authority. I, I, we put up with stuff lots of times we shouldn't be putting up with, like mm-hmm. Bartholomew in my backyard. <laughs> I, I'm putting up with it, but so I don't. Good. Just because he's there doesn't mean I have to tolerate that. That's, doesn't mean yeah. I have to live with That's that. True. That's I'm true. I'm making a choice to live with that. I can go to Home Depot right now and buy this little electronic device oh. that, as far as I know, does not do any damage to the rabbit, but yet protects my life yeah. and protects what I'm trying to grow. And I think lots of times we just tolerate stuff that there's no reason to tolerate. We just put up with it for the sake of putting up with it. No, you've been given some powerful authority in the name of Jesus through the sacrifice of Jesus. We need to use that authority and say, you know what? I'm not putting up with this anymore. I speak to this storm or I speak to this sin or I speak to this thought process. And, And we need to start speaking life and using the authority. And don't just tolerate it for the sake of tolerating it. If we're tolerating it because we're lazy, then stop it. Yeah. If we're tolerating it because we don't want to deal with it, then stop it. You know, and I'm speaking to myself too. We just need to take, we need to be people of action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, (laughs) and I just, I feel really impressed here too. Like, you know, because we've been talking about the Holy Spirit a lot mm. uh, the past few weeks, and I think we're probably going to still talk about it for the next couple. So at the time of this drops, we may or may not still be talking about the Holy Spirit. We'll see. I don't yeah. know. But, you know, in Galatians 5, you know, it, it lists out, you know, the fruit of the Spirit, mm-hmm. but it also talks about, like, you know, the fruit of the, fl- the flesh. And it's like, if you can just start to understand, like, what is the motivation? Mm. Like, what what is this 
what is this leading me into? Like, is this eventually going to lead me into joy? Yeah. Is this leading me into being patient? Mm. Is this leading me into a sense of self-control? You know, or is it leading me into drunkenness? Is it leading me into immoral or whatever yeah. the list of sexual immorality? All of that stuff. All is, the stuff. Is it he listed me, all. Yeah. <laughs> so I was always like, do I need to talk about lustful pleasures? Like, do yeah. I need to spell this out for <clears> you? Like, is it leading me in that direction? Mm. If it's leading you in something that is not of the fruit of the spirit, then you know. I got to deal with it. Yeah. Because if I don't deal with it, it's going to be bad for my life. Right. And if it's leading me into the fruit of the spirit, then you know I'm being led by love and I can and walk by in him. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm being led by him. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference, right? It says in Galatians 5.21, it says when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, mm-hmm. he will produce these types of fruit. Right. So at the end of the day, to me, the question is who's in control? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> am I in control or is he control? That's good. Because if I'm in control, then I'm. this is the stuff I'm producing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it tells me what that stuff is and how toxic and destructive that is for my life. Yeah. You know, and that's the big controversy right now, like on TikTok and, and some of this uh, deconstructive stuff is, well, God wants you to be happy. Mm-hmm. And if this stuff makes you happy, then it's from God. Well, no, 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 no. It, because there's a difference between temporary happy. I'm sure Bathsheba in the moment made David very happy. Yeah. But it was very destructive for his life moving forward. Mm -hmm. So we can't evaluate it in the here and now. Does this make... Because God's always thinking long term. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the fruit of the Spirit is long term stuff. He doesn't want you happy. He wants joy. Yeah. Joy is long term. Happiness is flighty. It's here today, gone tomorrow, right? He wants peace. Peace is long term. This stuff is long term stuff. And that's the fruit that he's trying to produce in our life is long-term Man. fruit, not just instant gratification. That's so good. And I, I, you're just saying that right now, and it's popped up to me like you're, you have this garden, and you, you're, you're, you're putting seeds into the ground, and you're growing your own fruit, mm-hmm. and it's going to take some time. It does it's gonna take, take time. It's going to take some work, mm-hmm. and it's going it's to be a process, but eventually you're going to have multiples of these fruit. And what's crazy is, is you probably spent a dollar for like 100 tomato seeds. You know what I mean? Yeah. More or less, you know, somewhere in that, and I'm guesstimating, obviously. But if I go to the store right now, I can spend a dollar for one tomato. At best. If that, yeah. <clears throat> right. And I'll be satisfied with one tomato mm. today. Excellent but, but point. But you, if you buy... Put in t- more work. You put in more work and you, you, you bide your time, you do what you're supposed to do, that same dollar is going Keeps to produce you an abundance of tomatoes. And if so you do it, if you true. do it correctly, yep. you could probably even get to seeds from those tomatoes right. and never have to buy a tomato that's ever exactly again. Right. And that's how it works with God. <clears throat> yeah. And that's how it works with the ways of the world. We can take his way, which produces yeah. everlasting, mm-hmm. or we can take the world's way, which I'm not saying <clears throat> that's always the wrong way per mm-hmm. se. There's certain situations where God's like, go ahead, go do that. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, in a general sense, it's only going to be ever so lasting yeah but god is everlasting that's exactly right and he wants this stuff to produce on a regular basis in our lives and it might require more work but it produces and it produces and it produces and it produces and that's ultimately what he wants for our lives is this stuff to produce on a continual basis mm-hmm. and uh that's a wonderful point i love that analogy tm so robert <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. It's very good. So put in the work. Yeah. Follow the lead-ins of the Holy Spirit. Um, allow God to give birth to these things, uh, like you know, and, and 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 be willing to work on stuff, even mm. if it's difficult. I you like know, it. there's many things in my life where God's work on that, and I'm just like, it hurts and it's painful. Um, but when I work it, my life has always been better yeah. by working on the things that he's instructed me to work on. Love it. I love, love it. it. Love it. Your life will be better if you work on the things he instructs you to work on. Yep. Be mindful of his instruction. Mm. Yeah? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Bartholomew, if you want to come on the podcast and be a guest, let us know. <laughs> I'm about to bring a rabbit head on here. Oh, like, no. into, but I've gone in the backyard and I've talked to him because so we've got these bird feeders and we've got Bart. He's out there with his son and his wife. I guess oh, they're having a good time. Gosh. But the more that they come and they feed, the more comfortable they've become even with us. Oh, that's that's kind of good. So I like guess. I used to cool. walk up to the back door and have like a whole Michael Scott thing peeking through the blinds and like that I'd see him out there and they would sense my presence and just Scatter. run. Yeah, but now now, like, I can go outside and stand on the porch, and he's just there, like, with his little mouth, like, eating stuff, you know what I mean? Yesterday, it was July 4th, so we were in the backyard playing in the water and stuff, and I, I had to throw, dude, do you guys have horse flies at your house? Uh, luckily, no. I'm so glad, because I hate horse flies. Dude, we, we've never had them, but all of a sudden, they've just shown, and they are huge, yeah, like, big. Like, I swatted one with the fly swatter, and he just looked at me, and he was like, what you got now, bro? Got. And someone kept beating that yeah. thing. But anyways, uh, I killed one yesterday, and I went to throw it over the fence. And as I was walking to the fence, that's where our bird feeders are. We have two of them back there. And uh, these two birds were just like, they didn't even care that I was there. They'd gotten so comfortable with me. I threw the fly over. Daddy but, Rob. <laughs> Daddy Rob. But anyways, uh, I've given Bart a couple talking tos. You know what I mean? He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. I'm like, listen, Bart, we got to set here. some priorities here, man. I want you here. Uh, you're welcome to live here, but you start tearing up my yard, and then you know there's going to be some consequences. And until now, he has turned a deaf ear on my uh, my threats, and so I think he's 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 calling my bluff a little he needs bit. To see and it's going to cost serious. him. Oh, he's about to see. Don't you worry. <laughs> he's about to see. Um, but anyways, we love you guys. Hold on, hold on. <gasps> oh, okay. There's I, more. I'm about to get myself in trouble here, but I'm just Uh-oh. curious. What did you do to to grow closer to God this week? Because that was the challenge from last week. Wow, <laughs> I totally forgot about it. So did I. Well, no, no, no. I I didn't forget about. Okay. I, I forgot about the the the. We were gonna tell the okay, group what cool, we cool, did. Cool. But the Lord has been challenging me, and this is even I think what I'm gonna talk about on Sunday morning. Just being more intimate with Him. Mm, I like that. Yeah, and so I've been spending more time with Him. Okay. And I've been reading my Bible and studying the Word of God just to read it and just to study it, mm. not to get something, not to have something to give. I like that to people. And so this week I did that a lot. I just sat down with my Bible and I read and I really, it was awesome because he's been speaking to me a lot more. Well, yeah. it's not that he's speaking more. It's just I'm in a place to hear mm. better and more frequently. And so uh, it's been really, really good. And he's shown me some things and I've, I've said it before, but it's just, you know, you have two children. I have two children. Um, they showed up by us being intimate with our spouses and that level of intimacy required some very close (laughs) contact. Absolutely. And God's wanting to birth some stuff Mm. in our lives. And I think what he's trying to tell everybody is you've got to be intimate with him. You've got to be very close to him for those dreams to be birthed inside of you so that they can come to pass. And a lot of people want what God has for them and wants these dreams and wants this stuff to happen, but they're not close enough to him to actually have that imparted into them so that way that seed can produce and can grow. And so uh, I spent some time just reading to be with the Lord. I like that. That's awesome. I, I did not, uh, truthfully, I kind of like forgot about the challenge, so I didn't like make any like purposeful thing. But I can't necessarily say that it's something directly from last week, but it's something, a decision that I've made as of recent to make sure that I stay, uh, I guess, closer to the Lord and make Him more of my priority. But like when it comes to like listening on my AirPods or like just listening to things in general, like I, I, I listen to like secular stuff too, like whether it be like music or like mm-hmm. podcasts or whatever, but like I really felt impressed from God. Like you have to listen to at least something spiritual 
whether it be a podcast or a book or something mm-hmm. like that, before I can listen to, Ooh, you know, secular music nice. or a, a secular yeah, yeah. podcast. So like, yeah. that's kind of been like my own personal challenge from mm. the Lord is like, you <clears> have to at least do something spiritually being put into your ears before you can listen to something not spiritual in your ears. Yeah. And so that's not a direct thing from this week. So I'm sorry that I, I, I missed the challenge, but, but that has been my personal motivation to try to be closer to the Lord. Those challenges, they always... They always benefit us, though. They do. They always profit us, and they make us better at what we do. And so it's important to respond to those challenges. I remember the Lord challenged me a couple months ago, and he said, every service that you prepare, that you're going to preach, uh, if you're going to preach for 30 minutes, then you need to double that time in prayer for that specific service. So if you're going to preach for 60 minutes, then you need to pray for 120 minutes for that particular service. If you're going to preach for 30 minutes, you need to pray for 60 minutes. And that's not even my personal relationship with him and my personal right, right, right. that is just specifically for wow. that one message. Got it. So preach and shorter messages. <laughs> that's, what, that's what started happening. You know what I mean? We're consolidating here, but it's interesting, you know, the unction has been better and the, even, you know, everything's been better. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like sometimes people think God's asking me to do this because he wants more control or he wants to steal more of my personal time. We want, no, he, he asked me to do that because he knew it would make me better mm-hmm. at what I'm doing. And so everything he asks you to do is going to enhance you and your life. Love it. You know, and, and God does have some selfish ambition in enhancing and making your life better because he understands the better your life is, the more glory and praise right. you're going to give to him. And so not that he's selfishly motivated, but he is selfishly motivated. <laughs> you know, he, he is a jealous God for you and yeah, he yeah. wants your time and he wants your being, but it's not just because he wants it. He wants it. So then he can enhance it yeah. and make your life better. And I think that's where we need to get to understand. He's asking us for these things and to make these commitments so he can enhance our lives and make it better. It's not about what it's going to cost us. It's about how's God going to be able to enhance my life when I make that sacrifice and I do what he's asked me to do because there's always rewards on the other side of that obedience. And I want to focus on that. I love it. Lots yeah. of lots of good things today on the good talk. Hopefully you guys got some some good things to put in your pocket and to go forward put with. It in your pocket. So uh yeah. We love you guys. We'll we see really you guys do. on the next one. <gasps> Bye. Bye.